Welcome to Words of Eternal Life with Pastor Elvis Ajaman. Pastor Elvis Ajaman is an anointed teacher of the Word of God with accompanying signs. He also operates in a unique prophetic and healing grace that has helped liberate many in the kingdom. He's an author of several books and the head pastor of Grace Mountain Ministry. Now, you are listening to Words of Eternal Life broadcast. Be blessed. Knowing the word of God. You know, Hosea said something. If we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning, and he shall come unto us as the rain, as the latter and former rain unto the earth. He says that then shall we know. And what are we going to know? He said, if we follow on to know the Lord. So it is possible to know the Lord, but you must follow on. It's not a one-time Bible study. It's not a one-time coming to church. It's not just a five-minute prayer. He says that we will know if we follow on, if we continually. That is why you don't stop coming to church. After you came one head, one scripture, and you keep saying it and say, I know God. He said that if we follow on, know him we shall know him and he said that he is going forth is prepared as a morning in other words he's he must visit it is a sure banker god will visit if his people follow on to know him it is possible to know god right on earth i've been saying this and i mean it that one of my biggest disappointments will be when I get to heaven and I'm surprised about everything. That means that for my stay on earth, I never pursued to know God. If I get to heaven and I am so shocked of everything that will be shown me, that means that I never followed on on earth to want to know him. He says that when you pray, Pray that your will will be done exactly as it is in heaven. That means that there is a possibility to know exactly things that are done in heaven. It's possible for a mortal man on earth to know. And he said, when you follow on, you will know the Lord. If you will follow on. If you know, it will not be reading one chapter of the Bible a, a week. He said, if you follow on, he shall visit you like the latter rain and the former rain. In other words, there will be constant visitation from the Lord if you will follow on. In John chapter 14 verse 21, he says that they that keep my commandment are they that love me. And he said that he that loves me, the Father will love him. And I will make him my abode and I will manifest myself to him. There is a secret to encountering Jesus right on earth. And that secret is following on to know him through his word. He says that if you will keep the word in your heart, if you will discard the knowledge of football, discard the knowledge of telenovelas, discard the knowledge of gossips, discard every knowledge and follow on to want to know Jesus. 
He said, I will manifest myself. If somebody comes to you and tell you that I have been having an unusual encounter with Jesus, don't doubt the word of God has said it. They that fall on to want to know. No wonder Apostle Paul, after writing all the epistles, would come out and say that I may know him. I want to know him. And for three years, listen, look at how he ushered the church of Ephesus to begin to know Jesus. The Bible said that for three years, day and night, day and night, for three years, he taught them the word. Day and night for three years. To tell somebody to come to church continuously for three years, that will be the biggest insult you will ever receive. But for three years, day and night, Apostle Paul was with the Ephesian church because he understood when he himself had an encounter, the Bible says that he went to Arabia for three years. He was there studying, studying the word. Suddenly, light flood in his spirit and that was how he became a transgenerational apostle it's possible to have encounters with god and the secret is if you know the word of god if you follow on to know him through his word if you rise up monday morning and all you are looking for is to want to know him to know him through his word he said it's possible it's possible to have divine encounters it is possible to have visitations it is possible this time when you preach for even one hour people begin to shake be fast and let us go that be fast and let us go spiritually the meaning is that I never want to encounter Jesus that's what it means Three years, the Bible said that miracles broke out in the church of Ephesus and in the city of Ephesus to a point that handkerchiefs and aprons were casting out devils. Why? Because a people decided that for three years, day and night, we want to know the word of God. This time when you preach for even one hour, people begin to shake fast and let us go that be fast and let us go spiritually the meaning is that i never want to encounter jesus that's what it means Psalm 119 verse 18 Open thou my eyes that I may behold the wondrous things of the Lord This was the prayer of a man called David If I was in his time I don't think I would have prayed that prayer When everybody thought that the law was only full of feasts and sacrifices, all they saw was priesthood lineage. 
the waiver offerings, the grain offerings, that is all they knew. And his generation were pursuing the law of Moses according to sight. They would do ceremonies, do feasts, make sacrifices, oblations, do other stuff. And that is all they, th- they thought the law was about. But a prophetic man went on in this and said, Lord, open my eyes. There are wondrous things in the law. The law is not just about killing animals. There are things in it. Open my eyes and let me see. When people think it's just a shadow, Lord, open down my eyes. And this is what distinguished the man in his generation. The Hebrew word for wondrous things there means pala. Pala means that give me the hidden things of the law. That means that the law is not just there. There are things that have been hidden from the eyes of the people that read the law. And he said, show me. Show me the distinguished things of the law. And the man comes out and suddenly he is able to tell. Pick words from eternity in Psalm 22 and begin to tell. My father, my father, why have you forsaken me? These words were prepared and hidden and to be released in the mouth of Jesus on the cross. But a man who prayed the prayer that Lord let me see. That man was able to have access to hidden words in his generation and he was able to tell how Jesus do you know even the gospels were not able to tell the pain of Jesus there were people watching them but they couldn't tell and narrate how Jesus went through the pain but a man thousands of years to that time who prayed that God opened my eyes could tell that even the bones of Jesus could be counted and his flesh will go off and he said no bone was broken why open down my eyes there are wondrous things beyond these letters are wondrous things you may read it as a story but beyond it beyond the gospels beyond the epistles are some wondrous things of the spirit and it takes prophetic men to understand that I'm not just to read to quote it. Why do the hidden rain? And the people imagine a vain thing. They said, Let us cut asunder from the Lord and his anointed. And he said, The Lord seated in heaven and he laughs. And Peter appears in the book of Acts 2 and he said, This thing David said, he spoke of you, that how you will arrest Jesus and crucify him. How did David know these things? By chapter 22 of Psalms, he talked about how Jesus would die and the details of his death. By chapter 23 of the book of Psalms, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He was depicting how Jesus would die. He would die, but he will resurrect again. He was talking about he prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And the man was talking about John chapter 13, how a table will be there. And he said, the cup ran over. And on that table was a bread and a communion wine. And on that same table, was Judas whom the enemy has entered he prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies hey open down my eyes that I may behold the wondrous things of your word I 
want to know there is something more to John 3.16. There is something more. Open down my eyes. If I see it, I will never be the same again. There is something more in the book of Ephesians. If I see it, I will not live this mediocre life I'm living. There is something more in the epistles and in the gospels. Beyond these letters are secrets to prosperity. Open down. Beyond these letters are secret to living the fullness of the glorious life of God on earth. For we are partakers of his divine nature. Beyond this is how a man can walk upon the surface of the earth and transition into glory. And yet for 200 years his name will still be mentioned. A man like John Wesley. Open down my eyes. Let me see what others are joking with. Let me see what others are playing with. This Bible others have closed up and only pick it when they are coming to church. Let me see the wondrous things. These are the secrets of life. This is the secret of peace. This is the secret of glory. If a man can stay in this, even one hour every day, this is where wonderful things are created. When a man can pick worse, from the mouth of God and live his life with those words. Even to a time that those words become his counsel, that such a man will not sit and say that I don't care what the Bible says. This is how I feel. But that man will say, in the presence of the word of God, I relegate my emotions. I relegate what I studied in school. I relegate the wisdom of this world and I pick up these counsels of the Lord. He said, when you see it, you will know that there are wonderful things. By chapter 24 of the book of Psalms, the man was talking about his resurrection and his ascension. Who shall ascend the holy hills of the Lord? Except a man with a pure heart and a man with a clean hands. And he said, he also spoke of his resurrection and said, that all ye gaze, open up. Lift up your hairs, O ye gates, for the king of glory is coming. Who is the king of glory? The man of war, mighty in battle. He said, lift up your hairs. On the third day, the tomb cannot keep him. Lift up your hairs. This is a man who prayed and said, Lord, if you will open my eyes to the wondrous things beyond the sacrifices, are some deep things. I want to know it. I want to know it. He was the same man when everybody was seeing priesthood in the lineage of Aaron. He began to say, For he will come in the order of Melchizedek. For this day has the Lord begotten thee. Who is this man? He was seeing beyond any mouse. He was seen beyond the garments of the priest. In this generation, those that will make a distinct impact are those who go beyond the letters. There is a possibility to know Jesus. There is open down my eyes. In Luke chapter 7, Jesus began to speak. And he tells them, what did you go ye to see? 
and he said, you go, you went to see, even the reed being shaken of the wind. He said, what did you go to the wilderness unto John the Baptist to see? And he said, you went, did you go to see a man in soft raiment? He said, those who dress glamorously are they that rest in the court of the kings. And he said, did you go to see a prophet? He said, no, this one is more than a prophet. And he said, among all that are born of women, there is none greater than John the Baptist. But he said, and in the kingdom of God, he is the least. And then the Bible said, and those, even the, 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 the tax collectors and the sinners and the, and the publicans that were there, the Bible said, and they justified God that they have been baptized of the baptism of John. But the Bible said, but for the Pharisees and the scribes, the word of God says, for they rejected the counsel of God for not being baptized of John. Hear this. It was after Jesus has appeared and all of them were convinced that this man carries a spirit. And then the man began to tell them that this is who John is. Among all that are born of the of women, he is the greatest. And even if he, he is higher than being called a prophet, he is greater than a prophet. He was a voice that Isaiah spoke of, that this is the voice of the world in the wilderness. Prepare you the way of the Lord. The Bible said, and they that were baptized of him began to justify God and say, Lord, thank you that we went and to be baptized of John. Why? Because now we have seen who he is now we have known what the baptism is but the bible said but for the pharisees and the scribes they got to understand that they have rejected the counsel of god that means that the baptism of john could be equated to the counsel of god they didn't know at that time that john was not just doing his own thing it was not just enthusiasm it was the counsel of god to be established on earth to be baptized no wonder the one that is sent from the Lord, the Son of God understood that what John is doing, it is a counsel of the Lord and the Bible said, everybody was being baptized, nothing happened, but Jesus being baptized and praying, he understood that this thing is a spiritual thing everyone is taking it lightly but it's a spiritual thing, the Bible said and when he was praying, the heavens opened, Eli, I have been in the temple, I have not seen the I have been in my mother's house. I've not seen it, but I understood the mystery. And whilst he prayed, the heavens opened. And the declaration came This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. This thing people took lightly because they didn't see is what opened the heavens somebody. Could it be that the things we trivialize in our generation is a counsel from God? Could it be that the prophets who are not as rich as John the Baptist was, could it be that the little they are doing is a counsel from the Lord? He said after the Pharisees knew they have rejected after they have seen that they have rejected the counsel of the Lord because they were not baptized of John open down my eyes that I may see 
this Bible is not just a book. That lifting up my hands is not just for fun. Open down my eyes. If their eyes were open like Jesus, they wouldn't have. Listen, Jesus described their attitude of going to the wilderness. He said, some of you went there to see the breeze. And you just covered it up with baptism. He said, some of you heard that he dresses in animal skin. So you went there to check his clothes. He said, some of you heard that he has been preaching like a prophet. So you went there to check whether he's a prophet. But you never went there with an understanding into what baptism is. In Luke chapter 7, Jesus began to speak. And he tells them, what did you go here to see? And he said, you go, you went to see. Even the reed being shaken of the wind. He said, what did you go to the wilderness unto John the Baptist to see? And he said, you went, did you go to see a man in soft raiment? He said, those who dress glamorously are they that rest in the court of the kings. And he said, did you go to see a prophet? He said, no, this one is more than a prophet. And he said, among all that are born of women, there is none greater than John the Baptist. But he said, and in the kingdom of God, he is the least. And then the Bible said, and those, even the, 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 the task collectors and the sinners and the, and the publicans that were there, the Bible said, and they justified God that they have been baptized of the baptism of John. But the Bible said, but for the Pharisees and the scribes, the word of God says, for they rejected the counsel of God for not being baptized of John. Hear this. It was after Jesus has appeared and all of them were convinced that this man carries a spirit. And then the man began to tell them that this is who John is. Among all that are born of the of women, he is the greatest. And even if he, he is higher than being called a prophet, he is greater than a prophet. He was a voice that Isaiah spoke of. That this is the voice of the in the wilderness. Prepare you the way of the Lord. The Bible said, and they that were baptized of him began to justify God and say, Lord, thank you that we went and to be baptized of John. Why? Because now we have seen who he is now we have known what the baptism is but the bible said but for the pharisees and the scribes they got to understand that they have rejected the counsel of god that means that the baptism of john could be equated to the counsel of god they didn't know at that time that john was not just doing his own thing it was not just enthusiasm it was the counsel of god to be established on earth to be baptized no wonder the one that is sent from the lord the son of god understood that what john is doing it is a counsel of the lord and the bible said everybody was being baptized nothing happened but jesus being baptized and praying he understood that this thing is a spiritual thing everyone is taking it lightly but it's a spiritual thing the bible said and when he was praying the heavens opened i have been in the temple i've not seen the I have been in my brother's house. I've not seen it, but I understood the mystery. And whilst he prayed, the heavens opened. And the declaration came. 
this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased this thing people took lightly because they didn't see is what opened the heavens over somebody could it be that the things we trivialize in our generation is a cancer from God could it be that the prophets who are not as rich as John the Baptist was could it be that the little they are doing is a counsel from the Lord he said after this Pharisees knew they have rejected Luke 7 29 after they have seen that they have rejected the counsel of the Lord because they were not baptized of John This Bible is not just a book. That lifting up my hands is not just for fun. Open down my eyes. If their eyes were open like Jesus, they wouldn't have. Listen, Jesus described their attitude of going to the wilderness. He said, some of you went there to see the breeze. And you just covered it up with baptism. He said, some of you heard that he dresses in animal skin. So you went there to check his clothes. He said, some of you heard that he has been preaching like a prophet. So you went there to check whether he's a prophet. But you never went there with an understanding into what baptism is. The Bible said that, and the sinners began to rejoice and justify what it is. Listen,
to me that even after the sacrifice of Christ it was the angels that would one day teach us how we could have fought the devil this time he's not talking about a serpent he's talking about a, an old dragon he said that the old serpent called the devil and Satan which defeated the whole world he said this is a great dragon we are dealing with but this is the same serpent that you know in the garden of Eden but now he has not changed into another creature he has only grown in everything he does to a point that he is now a dragon the same nature but he has grown and he said the old serpent deceived just two people but this dragon has the capacity to deceive the whole world but the question is does the whole world know they are in deception if you call a president of a nation and tell him that the devil is deceiving you will he agree and the worst of it is that he comes down to say that he is the one that accused the brethren before the Lord day and night that means that even inclusive of the world that he deceives is the church and then he goes before God and he doesn't accuse the unbelievers he accuses the brethren he deceives the whole world including the church as the church know we are being deceived how many of us know that we are walking in deception but the Bible says that one of the revelations that will happen in the last day is that we will all see the dragon and we will see how he was able to deceive the whole world and then he will go back to God and accuse listen to me God is so powerful and God is so dangerous that nobody on earth from demons to human beings to animals can stand before him and raise false accusation that means that every accusation the devil will take to him because of the brethren is a true one so he would deceive us and you know his deception in when he was a serpent what has God said you are more than what God has told you you can get more than what God has told you he said don't touch this tree no if you touch it you'll be wiser like him that has been a system and he will use it to deceive the whole world and he will use it to deceive the church as you are seated now there is an agenda of the devil to deceive you you think just to kill you just to give you sickness just just so that your business don't work you think the devil is interested in that his agenda is to twist what God is saying 
in today's generation what God is saying what he has said the devil's agenda and now he's a dragon he has gone beyond two people he can deceive millions at a time that is how he can raise one man and that man will have three million followers on Instagram and when that man twists anything then three million people are following when the lady exposes herself and Christians together with pastors when people go and do pornography then leaders, Christians, pastors also have pornography on their phones and they are watching he is deceiving the whole world but after that he goes before the Lord and accuses only the brethren do we know that the devil's agenda today is to twist the word do everything possible to pull us from the truth do you know that the devil don't want you to believe truly what God has said do you know do you know that his true agenda is so that you call yourself a Christian but every message you hear is not in line with what God wants you to hear do you know the Bible says, for Satan has transformed himself. Second Corinthians 11. He has transformed himself into an angel of light. So has his ministers also transformed themselves into ministers of righteousness. The devil has apostles. The devil has prophets. The devil has teachers. And the Bible has defined the scope and the framework of their message. They also preach righteousness. The question is that what righteousness would the devil preach so that when we follow it he will have the right to accuse us before God and he is waiting for the church to accept that message and to run with that message of his apostles then when we walk in that message then he goes before the Lord to accuse us this I believe is that righteousness that after he has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and from sin Peter said we run back as a dog runs back to his vomit and we go back as a swine that has been washed but they go back into the mud that is the righteousness that teaches you that you're already righteous whatever you do doesn't matter if it doesn't matter why did Jesus even come to die if it doesn't matter why did he pay that penalty if you can just declare you are righteous and do anything you want why didn't he just let us declare it was a total life of redemption do you know what redemption is to be telling me that you all you do is to declare but you already redeemed do you know what redemption is do you know what to be born again is do you know what to be a new creature and all things are passed away is the deception of the dragon happening right in our eyes the whole world and Jesus said it in Matthew 24 24 he said false Christ and false prophets will come and if the time is not cut they will deceive even the elect have you seen now you have been preached to to a point that lies is nothing to you you have been preached to to a point that living a wayward life watching pornography fornicating doing all kinds of maligning lavishness all these things are nothing to you anymore then it's Archangel Michael and his angels that will show us the key he said and they overcame him by the word why you should know the true word of God they overcame him by the word 
of their testimony and by the blood of the Lamb. Word of testimony. And the verse 17 tells us that they spoke of the testimony of Jesus Christ. That was the only way the dragon can be defeated. That is the only way. When the whole church become witnesses of who Jesus is, that it goes beyond just our speech to everything we are. He said that was the secret of their victory. The word of their testimony. Hardy When we all have one message, and that message is Jesus, when nothing can change your mind, when no message interests you again, apart from that which will give you more insight to who Jesus is, the word of their testimony, Jesus Christ. And he said, this testimony is the spirit of prophecy every one of us there is one word you need to know and speak it that is the testimony of Jesus when the Holy Ghost come upon you you shall receive power and this is what the power will do in you you will be witnesses of me both in Jerusalem Judea and to the uttermost part of the world this is the anointing of the Holy Ghost. The anointing of the Holy Ghost. Every other thing is a surplus. The main power of the Holy Ghost serves this purpose. You will be witnesses of me. Both in Jerusalem, in Judea. And this is where our victory is. When we uphold the word of his testimony. And we uphold the blood of his sacrifice. Precious one, God bless you for joining this powerful broadcast. I believe that God has really spoken to you. The Bible says in Luke chapter 8, when Jesus was speaking of the parable of the good seed, he said, no one will light a candle and put it under a vessel or under a bed. He said that he will set it on a candlestick and anyone that enters in might see light. And he said, when the person sees the light, nothing will no more be a secret. And he said, everything will be made manifest. I know that as you heard the word of God, you have seen light and the secret of your life has been revealed and if you know that something about you has been revealed in the word of God and light of it has come and you really want to change you really want to have a transformed life and you want to give your life to Jesus you say Lord Jesus I thank you for saving me I thank you Jesus for dying for me today I believe that your blood was shed for the remission of my sins and I accept this work of salvation I pray that you will make me your own and from today cleanse me from all unrighteousness and give me your spirit to walk in the newness of life. I thank you for this great sacrifice and I forever will submit to your Lordship. Thank you for dying for me in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you said this powerful prayer with me, I want you to know that from today you are born again. Your sins are forgiven. And if you want to be disciple and to grow in the knowledge of God's word, I will recommend that you join Grace Mountain Ministry. God richly bless you. Let's meet tomorrow for another powerful session.
The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. Psalm 68, verse 11. Help us publish the word of God on TV and radio. Be a partner today by sending your partnership offerings to mobile number 0552 with account name Grace Mountain Ministry. Or you can use the short code star 800 star 500 hush from all networks or Visa cards, Master cards and other card transfers should you use the login aem.mychatpay.com and make payments. Thank you for listening to West of Eternal Life broadcast. I believe you were richly blessed. To reach out to us, kindly contact 0548-695731 or 0552-504085. Or follow Pastor Ajuman Elvis on both Facebook and YouTube. You can also locate us at Achimota of Angkor Seven Days Judging and gladly join in our three powerful Sunday services starting at 7.30 a.m., 9.30 a.m. and 5 o'clock p.m. Or join our Miracle Encounter service every Friday starting at exactly 5.30 p.m. God bless you.